Hello everybody and welcome to Quinton Quarantino. It's a mini-sode this time because although we were going to be doing Glorious Bastards, Jack is very busy and we don't do uh, a main episode without the whole crew. So instead, we've got a lovely little mini-sode for you. We're doing videos to remind you of vacation, stuff you saw at the end of school, HD presentations for the holidays, movies you saw at summer. Uh, you know, just the sort of chill summer vibes movies mini-sode as the Northern Hemisphere tilts towards that time um you know looking out the window it's actually quite a nice sunny day uh, different from the constant rain that's been happening in sort of england as per how summer works here uh, for the last few days and with me we've got finn hello i'm here I-, I am here he is here and also who is also the here is fraser hello i am the here he is the here sounds like a doctor who villain that used to exist in my opinion or a band. They're here. <laughs> a really bad, like, sort of pop rock band. <laughs> the here. We represent the now, and we don't look forward we to are the future. The here. <laughs> we are the status quo. The here and now. <laughs> with our with our first single existing. <laughs> with our first single, don't push the boundaries. <laughs> no, 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 the album's called Comfort Zone. <laughs> a sure bet that's for top track is called like no risk at all and it's all (laughs) it is is their tracks are all that no risk at all track is just like they've just taken bits from the most famous songs of all time and put it together and while they didn't they expected you know monetary gain what they didn't realize was there was a high risk of lawsuit um yeah they, they they make a lot of money from the song just from citron adverts but then they have the problem of constant, citron constant lawsuits. And then they also have the problem of constant Citroen adverts. Um, this concert's sponsored by Citroen. Hey guys, and you can purchase a brand new Citroen Clio at the, uh, at the merch, merch store. The back in the Citroen store. Uh, hey guys, welcome to the Citroen Center. You can find it next to the Citron Clio, and to the left is the... Oh, damn it. Do the, does Citron have the cactus, no, or is that a different not, car? it's not Citron Clio anyway, it's the Renault Clio. Oh, oh Renault. No. Okay. But they might I have a cactus. Citron, they have the cactus. Oh my god, yeah, Citron does have the cactus, which is the ugly yes. big SUV thing. See, that was not a sure bet. <laughs> oh god, that thing just shouldn't exist. <laughs> Unlike our songs, our sponsorship deal with Citron is tenuous. <laughs> oh wait, we got a call from Citroen. Oh, they. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, they dropped us. Sorry. Okay. Show's damn it, over. we talked. Damn it, we talked bad on the cactus again. God damn it. <laughs> oh, guys, we're not going to get our sponsorship deal with Citroen, are we? Were yeah, Citroen no, are really. Not. Oh, wait, David. <laughs> what have you got? Cool. Hearing word from Citroen. They're ddosing us. They're not happy. <laughs> Fraser, they're really not happy with you. <laughs> Plus the Clio, they don't like but, the comparison. They're actually fine with, with me getting it wrong. I don't think it was Persia, it was Renault. They're really unhappy it Renault? now, Finn. Oh, really, God. Really Renault are on us now, too. <laughs> okay, this, I mean, what a thing to immediately have an outtake. 
before we even get onto the topic. I mean, it's impressive, really. This is the car podcast that we're doing now. It's lit, lit, very spurious opinions on cars from two non-drivers and David. I drive a driver. VW Golf, I think. You think? Okay, well, I think to start off with, maybe we should just talk about the movies that give us like the summer feels, those summer vibes, then we can sort of segue into more specific things. So I've got... Oh, go on. I found a, a, a bit of a, an issue. I think two of my films are set in Florida, if not specifically in Miami. They both. I realised that when you said summer films, I just thought sunny films. Sunny films, no, but that's films that's getting those vibes. In when you, the sun. I mean, Finn, when you hear some of the films I'm going to give you for the summer vibes, you might be like, uh, you'll be thinking my films are absolutely okay because it's just those that give you the summer feel. It doesn't need to be set at summer. Just giving you the yeah. Theme. See, most of mine are like are like end of school year, beginning a summer vacay kind of like. Kind we'll of get thing. we'll get onto that. I'm just gonna say these are two weird movies that do give me summery vibes because of their sort of carefree attitude. You know, it's like chill. Actually, you can you could sit back on the sofa of like a, a a soft drink or something and just just chill. And that's um, Monty Python. And now for something completely different, which is the compilation of yes. their sketches, which I did see towards the end of a school year as well. But it's just it's just such a carefree, lackadaisical thing. And I've just watched it, uh, What We Do in the Shadows, which takes place almost entirely at night. But oh, I love that. Because it's this New Zealand brand I'm of humour, it, it is great. And it's quite light-hearted and doesn't take itself too seriously. But is also it, it just feels like it's sort of a summer thing you know it almost feels like it's, all the characters could be wearing evening, sunglasses you know it's you can imagine mm. with how comfortable vampires are at night yeah the only time you're that comfortable is when the weather's lovely and it's sunny <laughs> when i'm being bitten by a vampire and then it's still quite warm yeah it's lovely. but they must not like would they like the summer no short no, no they, they'd hate the summer. they'd hate, they'd the hate summer. it but I mean, it's also winter, they're in new zealand so when we're having a fun time in summer they've got a lovely winter that's true. They love it, um, and it is great. And I, I recommend. It. I was just because I've been watching. A, I started watching a spin-off from it called Wellington Paranormal, which is also like a mockumentary, um, and that is that's fantastic as well. Um, starring like the two policemen who just have like little roles in what we do in the shadows. But yeah, I mean, it's not it's not summer at all in terms of theme, but it, it just has those sort of chill vibes. Do you guys have anything that kind of aligns with that kind of thing? Um. Carefree attitude. I was going to say carefree attitude. Say... I think for me, for my carefree, it would have to be. This is an old movie that I don't think any of you have probably seen. Um, the search for one, Jimmy. It, uh, it's called uh, It's called Dazed and Confused. It came out in 1993, and it I've stars it. Ben Affleck and Matthew McConaughey. Con- uh, uh, meme connoisseurs would know this as the movie where the where the Matthew McConaughey line "All right, all right, all right" okay. made, was made famous. And it is kind of carefree. Uh, it's basically like the last day. It's like the last day of school, and uh, it's just all about one giant party, pretty much. It's pretty much the whole gist of it. It's just carefree fun. <laughs> Can't think of anything that give me more anxiety than a giant party, particularly now. <laughs> Social interaction <laughs> and people actually near me. <laughs> um, in terms of like the sort of summer look, which I think Finn you were mentioning before, so we can get onto that. Mm. I am um, for me, it's movies I've mentioned before, and it's it's Lilo and Stitch one and two. Um, the the obviously the setting, the beach setting, you know, that's basically in my holidays always trip to the beach, and so um, you know, the sun, and obviously it's, it's sunny, it's in Hawaii, but um, 
uh, as a good, like I remember having like days where we had like three or four episodes of the Leo's TV show just recorded on the Sky Planner, and it would be like summer holidays, and I could just sit and I could just like watch them because that was a, that was a, such a great show and such great characters that sort of you wanted to be their friends and be on their adventures, which is what the best kids shows and kids movies do. Um, and yeah, it's just it just lovely sort of chill summery vibes and reminds me a lot of childhood do you guys haven't so finn you had something that was more like setting uh, sunny based i was i mean the mine are a lot darker i thought uh, they would be I like, go for it i like um i was gonna say scarface as well that's scarface set in no no Miami. no i think this is the same universe as Leland and stitch actually the same uh, universe yeah he's experiment um, 629 yeah well he's <laughs> it's because obviously the he spaceship, summons cocaine their their earth base was in fascist cuba oh and so when the revolution happened they got kicked out and that's why it caused all the sort of trouble um but yes it's uh i just it's a really good film and it's it's super like one of the sort of main themes of it is all the kind of like glamour and slightly sort of sun bleached beauty of miami but also just how that's all kind of false and so it's such a over like overblown theme of the film you can't help but feel a little bit summery when watching uh scarface's you know madness and downfall it's all good and then also war dogs which is probably that sound like that does sound quite different to lilo i mean scarface does sound quite a lot but it seems like actually maybe stitch is the war dog stitch is the eponymous war dog i i i, I does does he deal weapons at any point not not often not, not often. often not often so side just side in hustle. the deleted scenes they they kind of imply it it's you know like there's all those banned pokemon episodes where like i don't know it shows something that looks a lot like the twin towers getting destroyed or everyone points guns at ash in like those, <laughs> it, there's like a there's like a deleted banned lilo and stitch episode or that one that gave loads of children epileptic fits and then the u.s military tried to weaponize it um there's a um there's like must be a band Lilo and Stitch episode where Stitch is like dealing arms to Gantu and and it's like a, it's like a betrayal situation with Leela not Leela uh Lilo <laughs> Leela's there yeah. from Futurama it's a it was really copyright infringing at the time yeah, now it'd be fine it was but a, at the time... a very creatively bankrupt period <laughs> <laughs> Disney um, were really getting ahead of their acquisitions. They were like, "We're going to own this in like ten years." We're just so, going to we're just going to hope that the court case lasts long enough that we can <laughs> buy up the acquisition the rights. Yeah, I'd say I'd say that I think I think it's definitely the aesthetics of those films. But War Dogs is also what, like carefree. What is War Dogs about? You know, War Dogs is about um, it's, it's a good film. It's a fun film. It's based on a true story of these two guys who um, are you aware of. Basically, the um, Bush administration royally screwed up all the military contracts in Iraq so badly that even with a Republican government and then being re-elected, they had to change the way the contracts were distributed because they were all being given to um, oh, Dick Cheney, that's it, the vice president. Yeah. His, his, his friends basically were getting all the contracts. So what they did instead is they made a website where you could look at all these contracts and bid for them. And it was literally like Like eBay. eBay. (laughs) But anyone could open it. And the point was that it was proper competition. So the big contracts would always go to Lockheed, always go to those big companies that, you know, have the ability to 
support and probably the people who should be need. making you know you probably don't want exactly i mean it depends you on know. what you want maybe if you want them not to work you might want uh bill who runs the corner shop to to make them yeah but, if, uh, out of, but like, even bill would struggle to make to make 400 non-functioning trucks um, you say that but i think bill bill is really prolific it's very prolific and this is and why just kill very bill fast. happened in real life <laughs> the u.s military um, were like we're gonna have to kill bill uh <laughs> These are just made of things from his shop. I mean, this one, this one is literally just a sprite cam with the word truck written on it. <laughs> They're all, it's all like wonderful folk art, but as a military <laughs> technology, it's really non-functional. What is that? So it's about these contracts being... Yeah, so basically these two dudes who are like college dropouts, friends from like high school, and basically they end up supplying small contracts right and becoming arms dealers but they are literally just two dudes and they they end up getting dragged into incredibly dodgy politics for example the sort of big thing that they do which sort of got their start in was they had to move italian uh beretta pistols to and provide them to the the new iraqi police force that the americans are setting up now, Italy put a, a full embargo on trade with the Americans reconstructing Iraq's infrastructure because they were basically using it to drain all the money that had been stolen from the people to pay for contracts for Americans to make all the money from it. And so basically they had to move these pistols and they, and they couldn't fly directly because the embargo would stop them. So they had to basically just drive them through the most dangerous corner of the world at that point in a truck and they literally had hundreds of pistols in the back of a van and they had to deliver it there and the general there was basically like i don't care how you get them here we just need them for this deadline and we'll pay you and so it was all about the american government turning a blind eye to just really stupid criminal stuff um, and it just it basically their whole situation just gets more and more out of control as they get more and more out of their depth. They end up dragging in Eastern European gangsters and dealing with people who are not allowed to set foot in the American on American soil, who are American citizens who are now no longer allowed there because of the things they've done. It's like a buddy, buddy cop it, movie. It's a good film. It's funny as well, though. It's a very funny film. I will say this is not where I thought... When you said at the start, you know, my movies are a bit different. I, I did think, okay, you know, maybe there'll be, I don't know, um, some sort of financial stuff. I didn't expect it to go um, go this this dark. It's not too bad. The film, the, the way the film's shot, though, is like a, like a sort of stoner comedy, like summer, I don't know, like pineapple express or something it's like it's jonah hill is one of the main guys in it <laughs> bill and ted's excellent adventure but with um guns and the war in iraq kinda that that's a good that's a good description of the film it's a good film it's, it is very funny that's cool that's so cool that's a that's a recommend then yeah definitely um so there's a thing that's like the summer blockbuster isn't there it's just like the big kind of action movie that comes out in the summer. So I went through, because I the only thing I ever watch is superhero movies. So I went through, basically, and I, I looked at any of the ones that I actually like. felt like they might give me these kind of summery, chill vibes. And the only one that came up, um, it was um, Ant-Man, 
which I think that's fair. It's it's because it's this quite it's obviously it's like a fun heist movie shot pretty brightly, lots of fun colours, lots of fun imagery. There's like you know I can recall like the bits where he's outside going into the ant's nest, lots of green grass and stuff. Just yeah. like it's quite it's it's a summer. It came out in July as well, so it came out in summer. As also Ant Man and the Wasp follows the same trend. I'd I say. Yeah, yeah, right. The actually, Wasp was more of a summer movie in terms of like. That's a more that's like a caper more than like I think maybe like Ant Man is Ant Man. Ant Man, I think play. I think Ant Man the Wasp plays it a little bit less seriously, but I don't remember that as well because I've only seen it once, whereas I've seen Ant Man like four times. So I think there, that's kind of the only sort of summer blockbuster that resonates with me in that way. Oh I remember shit! I forgot the first Fast and Furious film. That one is literally like is California summer the movie, but except with cars and violence. <laughs> Okay, that's cool. So that's there you go. That's another summer blockbuster one. When did you see that? See when um, it came out. My dad showed it to me like many, many moons ago. It was it was from a time where I was because I was like I was like a young child when I got shown it because I used to be like really really big into cars when I was a kid, and so of course my parents would be like, "Hey, look, a movie with fast cars," and Fraser's not going to give a shit about whether or not it's extremely violent or not. <laughs> yeah, Fraser would just be looking at the cars as the men get like yes, Whoa, have their limbs fast chopped off. Cars going. <laughs> you ignore the man that's being absolutely destroyed by the car, like cut in half. That's such a cool red paint job on the front. <laughs> Whoa! Cool splash. Actually, effect. actually, the, the 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 main cars was a uh, it, it was a Dodge Charger with the uh, with the um, exposed engine. But today, so when you see like a car like that, does that give you then summary vibes as well? Like the open I, I, road. I think I think it was like a mixture of certain things. It was once the fact that it took place in Los Angeles, which like people do associate with summer and a yeah, lot yeah, of definitely. And most of the movie took place and it, it took place on like a summer day, like summer days type of thing. Um, as well as the party scenes that they would show, kind of give off this like like the summer vibe, even though it's on a, even even though it's a movie about cars and violence <laughs> and gangsters. <laughs> These things can happen in any season. Such is the way of the world. Uh, is, have they been? Have they driven cars in space yet? Ignoring the laws of physics. Yeah, that's they, what they, I'm they, excited that's for. where there was a space shuttle. One, there's a space shuttle car. Uh, I don't remember. What I want is a movie where they're racing cars around that, like the ring ship from Interstellar. That's what I want. Does it make any sense? There's traction on the wheels. <laughs> they go, as, ah, this is how gravity works now in the future. In the fast and the futuriest. I'm sure there'll be time travel in the next one. Oh my god, please. I've got to hit 88 <laughs> miles an hour. Oh, <laughs> oh it's a like Back to the Future crossover. <laughs> yes. Um... <laughs> oh yes! Oh please! Okay, oh, I will see it if they do a Back to the Future crossover. I've not even seen Back to the Future, but if they do a Back to the Future Fast and the Furious crossover, the first movie I will see in both franchises will be that. Um, I'll make that pledge. Wait, <laughs> wait! Have you not seen any Back to the Future? You know, no, I haven't. What that's, the fuck, David? You can't just let that slip. Uh, these are, these are things we'll get to. These are later episodes. Later episodes. <laughs> um, this is, you're an endless supply of content, David. I am, um, and an you're endless ignorance. void of culture. Your, your ignorance is just away. amazing, I could, David. I could, I could watch a new movie, or I could just rewatch Legends of Tomorrow. I think I'll just do that. Um, okay, so we're going to now go on to let's start at the sort of start of summer now. I think just to keep going on, we're going to look at movies yes. from the end of end of school. My time has come. <laughs> Should I let's do let's do let's alternate a bit. So I'll start with my a small one, and then we can you know we can jump around between people for our, our school movies. So the main movie that I think of when I think of kind of the end of school and summer 
uh, are uh, Big Mama's House 1 and 2. Um, <laughs> which <laughs> which I haven't actually seen, just like Back Wait, to the you Future. you haven't seen... Okay, because I've okay. not seen them, and I was just laughing at the fact that you yeah. haven't seen no, Back I to the Future. Seen, you I haven't seen, seen Indiana Jones. But for a moment, no. I thought you had seen Big no. Mama's House well, 1 I'll and 2. Well, I'll tell you what I have seen. So I um, the reason is that... Um, um, by, for for those who know Big Mama's who don't know what Big Mama's house is, basically stars Martin Lawrence as like an undercover FBI agent who um is trying to catch a con. So he goes and pretends to be the grandma of that con's like ex girlfriend by wearing like a fat suit and stuff. And it's the most two thousands thing. So two thousand. I watched the trailer just before recording this, and it's so two thousands. Aviators and a turtleneck just materialized on my body. Um, it sounds not great. Um, but the people the, at primary school, uh, the kids who I could name, but I won't, were like obsessed with it. And so when it was like, what movie do you want to watch? I'm going to take a vote. My first taste of democracy. And it proved that democracy never goes the way you want. Um, I wanted to watch. I am uh, the Senate. I wanted to watch Rose, the first episode of Doctor Who. And everyone else, literally everyone else wanted to watch Big Mama's House. <laughs> So I or I I hope in Germany it's by the way it's Big Mama's house with like H A U S maybe an umlaut, um, but yeah so that's my Big Mama's house story and honestly that is the main movie I think I associate with the end of school. The other one which I will say now because it's incredibly quick is only the last twenty minutes of is it Return of the King the last Lord of the Rings, yes, um, but only the last twenty minutes because <laughs> the last day and I think year nine. Uh, we didn't have enough time to watch. Uh, if Jack was here, he remember this. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have enough time, so they literally just put on the last twenty minutes. So the, the bit I remember when we started is when That's someone amazing. approaches the gate, and it's like, is it like the mouth of Sauron or whatever he's called? The yeah, big yeah, yeah, before he gets beheaded. That's where we started. Oh, so you guys watched the extended editions then, because the beheading thing, the whole theatrical cut of Return of the King didn't actually feature the scene where Aragorn and co. talked to the Mouth of Sauron. Oh, that okay, was then. the extended well, version. That, that's a great idea, though. Let's not give them enough time to watch the actual movie and then put on the extended version just to make it even more difficult. Um, yeah, so that's what happened, and I have only seen... I don't... I've probably, And we didn't even get to the end, by the way, from that point. So I've seen about 20 minutes of Lord of the Rings total that isn't The Hobbit, because um, I've seen all of those, because I'm me. And, um, yeah, so they, those are my, <laughs> those are it. That is it. That's the only movies I could think of that remind me of the end of school. <laughs> uh, Faze, do you want to give a few of yours? The first one, you can actually watch this one on Netflix right now. It's a super bad from 2007. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Wait, you actually, don't tell me you actually hate that movie, bro. And I watched that in year eight with, um, with like a teacher who definitely did not know what that movie was going to be and it was, was for like about, yeah book club and as soon as they started talking about i believe it's um something about how porn never shows dick going in so they don't know if it's real i i i legged it from that movie <laughs> i have actually meant to go back and see if i can like i doubt i'll love it but, but I, bet it's, it's I, I, actually, could, I could like stomach of it. all the movies seth rogan has written it's act this one actually ironically has the most substance when you watch it the whole way through <laughs> Uh, because they they kind of just use the comedy to kind of to kind of mask the fact that that the two main characters are just supremely terrified of going off to college their separate ways and not actually like being able to spend as much time together as they used to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wish I got into that bit. Literally, it's one of those movies where <laughs> it, it starts off a bit rocky, but you have to watch it the whole way through because it's actually really sweet. 
And then I'd also like another one. Another one as well. Some ads around like the after school theme as well. This one's gonna be even worse uh, in terms of approval. The very very first American Pie movie. Ah, <laughs> uh, that, that well, don't worry, Fraser, because I I literally do not know anything about American you Pie. You would not like that movie at all. I might now. <laughs> you might. You might not. David I'm not wouldn't. too sure. I'm not too sure. Honest to God, it's literally just about four friends who've like who are trying to play catch up to like the rest of the people in high school in terms of what high school students should do before they graduate, if you know what I mean. Play bingo. Yeah. That's what I was yeah. doing. <laughs> I'm talking about the lens of uh, copious cool amounts of drugs, doing. alcohol, and um, scenes of a sexual nature. I, I don't know what any of those words mean. <laughs> <laughs> scenes. <laughs> Yeah, those are like like the big like after like last day of like like last day of school ones. But in terms of ones that are more palatable, I got <laughs> Moonrise Kingdom, which is one of the best Wes I Anderson movies ever. Never heard of that. Go on, you guys. It's a beautiful film. <laughs> very very beautiful. Yeah, it's it it's about two kids who are who run away from their families. Yeah, it's it's basically they they're two like what they're like thirteen. They're twelve years 12. old. Twelve. They're twelve. Yeah, years and old. they basically they they fall in love. And they run and away. <laughs> and they run away together. And it's really oh. cool. And the entire Great town goes looking for him. It's really, really lovely. It's really, really good. And then the, I think the final one worth talking about, really, before I'll move on, is uh, another movie that's also on Netflix right now, for those who would love to watch it at home. Uh, it is not necessarily after school, but because it takes place in the summertime and it's one of my favorite, one of my absolute favorite movies of all time, I pretty much have to mention this whenever I can. It's Midnight in Paris. <laughs> I've heard of it. It is very, very good. Very, very good. What What is it about? Why does it give you the summer vibes? Well, it gives me... It's the summer vibe mainly because of the fact that it takes place in the summertime in Paris, specifically. Right. Um, That's the main gist of it. And because of the fact that, like, I have spent many, many... I've spent, like, at least two summers in Paris. And both times are very, very fun. So I have, like, a lot of good memories associated with that that then pull mm. over to this movie. Even though I watched this movie way before I ever went to Paris. Um, and it's basically... So it stars Owen Wilson. He's a writer, a screenwriter, who goes off to Paris with his fiance because he's trying to write a novel. Um, but uh, after he goes out to dinner... Uh, he then decides to go for a walk at midnight, to which he then somehow travels miraculously in time to Paris in the 1920s, also oh. in the summertime. <laughs> and uh, it's in the pretty cold much, it's... winter, and he dies of hypothermia. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much the gist of it. But there's a lot of shenanigans that kind of happen throughout. It's really good. Is it's it like good. is it like a time slip kind of situation, or is it like actually turns out to be like technology, or is that more? No, it's more of like time travel via nostalgia is the only way I can put it. Right? right. Yeah. There's a. That's what I mean. I'm fairly sure that might have even been essentially the initial like, uh, definition of nostalgia. Nostalgia used to be a a a sort of medical term that was almost like madness. Like, oh, he's nostalgic. Put him in an asylum. Like, that was... There's, that there's was literally like. there's literally a line, something on the lines of... Like, something on the lines of that is mentioned by the main character, like, yeah. around halfway through the movie. It's quite funny. Ah, uh, so it's about nostalgia. Team America World Police. That's a film I associate with, like, you know, watching it with my mates in summertime. See, joke's on you, once again, I watched that way, way before I should have been able to watch that movie. That's like, uh, is that... My parents recommended it to me. Is that also the (laughs) South Park? 
Yes, yeah, Matt Park and Trey Stone. Yeah, Matt Park and Trey Stone. What's it? What's that? But I've I've heard of it. And I've been meaning to watch it. So it's... basically, Matt Park and Trey Stone. Growing up, they watched like the old school TV shows. No, well, like, like like puppet like paste TV shows, Thunderbirds, like, uh, yeah, Thunderbirds, uh, yeah. Castle Scarlet, stuff that, that uses super thing. super Mario and animation. They always wanted to make their own movie in that kind of style, so they did. <laughs> nice. It's it's basically about like the Team America are Thunderbirds, but they are American foreign policy. Right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and so it's it's about they're like a counter terrorist squad, and it's just really like cynical and very funny and incredibly crass and just really good. Um it's a very it's a really it's actually a very beautiful film in like the 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 way the puppets are made, the whole like the sets are just really nice. Um there is a um a fan told me a fact which was that the every episode of Thunderbirds costs like seventeen million dollars or something if you adjust adjust for inflation. Or like a million pounds or something to make. It was. It was more. It was hey, puppets a, at least are, a million. Puppets are a bit. Puppets are pricey to make. I know, dude. but yeah. I know, but like I just, I'm just amazed they had that. I know Thunderbird was popular, but yeah, I don't really understand how it costs that much. No, I don't know either. Um, and I, I think maybe we should do some research and then in the middle of the Inglorious Bastards episode, <laughs> we should be like, oh, by the way. Yes, I, to bring us back to this. Point, I will uh, find. I will find during the Inglorious Bastards episode. I will find a segue. That allows me to say this. I will do it. I think it. there'll be one. I think you'll find one. I'll do. It I'm, covers... a, I'm a creative. Well, I think if either, either the film will offer one, or we will. <laughs> the bit where Quentin Tarantino's hand is visible in shot as he holds up one of the actors. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you do you have any more kind of like movies that remind you of like the end of school thing? I remember seeing Toy Story 3 at the cinema when I was on summer holiday. Mm. And so that has very strong uh, like sort of memories associated with it. I saw that in the yeah. cinema as well with my aunt, I think. And it was the first uh, Toy it, Story I'd seen. I it, didn't understand. Like, we were camping and we made out, made a trip to the cinema to go see it. And oh, it wow. was literally like 50, like covered 55 in mud. minutes driving to get there. But you're talking about sort of movies you saw on holiday. And stuff. And so that actually brings me on to the next bit I have, which was sort of movies that I associate with, uh, with well, for me specifically, actual holidays abroad. But you can, we can talk about like the actual holiday vacation period to end on. So for me, there's two movies, and these are again really weird, specific things that I didn't even watch properly, but they're just the only thing that <laughs> sticks in my brain, which is uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Because I just remember that's an odd choice. <laughs> well, so I was in, I was on holiday in Spain. It was this it, this hotel we'd never stayed at before, and we never stayed at since. And they had this massive just room open, um, you know, like no wall on one side because it like, opened onto like where the pool was and stuff. Loads of chairs in it and a big screen that was just showing a movie and it was showing Harry Potter and Chamber of Secrets uh, with English subtitles. I was like, reading and watching a movie? What is this? And then the other one, which is, <laughs> um, is German... So, sorry, no. Uh, so, Disney Channel original movies, but in German. Because... In Tenerife, a lot of I think the most tourists who go yeah, to Tenerife are German, tourists. and so I we used to go to Tenerife, um, 
and in our hotel they would have like a Disney Channel, but it was like Disney Channel in German. So the number of Disney Channel original movies I have watched in German, I couldn't even tell you which ones they were because they all just blended into one homogenous mass of movie <laughs> of teen idol who's inevitably going to turn to drugs. That's so that that's the <laughs> those are the vivid my vivid summer memories. That's, um, that's very funny. Um, do you guys have any movies you really associate with like um? Going on vacation then anymore? My my summer thing was less movies and more like like binging like Flight of the Concords. I'd watch all Flight of Concords. I thought that was very summery. But actually I'd I'd put the Muppet movies up there. Oh yeah yeah. The Muppet movies. And then I've only watched the first of the new Muppet movies, which I did enjoy. But the old ones are really good. What is your top summer Muppet movie then, guys? Like, because a Christmas, a Christmas Carol one. is not summery. You can't have a Christmas yeah. Carol. You're not allowed Christmas Carol. That's the one. The I'm original, the very, very first, the original Muppets movie. Is that called? Is, what is that called? I think it's just called. It's just called the Muppets. I think, yeah, it's just I called think... a reboot. Would just be called Muppets. Muppets um, <laughs> with yeah, simplified Muppet. logo. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's just called the Muppet movie. It's just called yeah the Muppet, the Muppet movie. movie. Yeah, the word the road trip. It's really good. I've not heard I have memories of that. It's one. It was one. It's one with the opening cutscene of uh, the famous Rainbow Connection song. The I think for me the one that would give me the most summer vibes. And bear in mind, I as as I've said previously, the childhood movies. That that was exactly what I was about to say. I've yeah. not seen any of them, but Treasure Island, because as you know, because that's what I said in the childhood movies. You all got. You all told me to go fuck myself. Do you guys say so Finn? Your Doctor Docs is too hard. Your birthday is August. Mine <laughs> is June. Fraser, when is your birthday? And I feel like a bad friend for not remembering. It's in June. It's in June. I'm a June baby. We're actually all summer then. We're all summertime. So that's the thing. Did you guys ever have one of those movie parties where for your birthday party, all your little mates went to cinema? Because I used to do... I had them once, I think. And the movie we saw, which I'll forever associate with summer, even though I've just read the Wikipedia summary for it, and I remembered... I could literally not remember a single thing, was Narnia 2, Prince Caspian. <laughs> I remember the first one very well, and the not the original original, like you know, the, the one from the Chronicles of Narnia series. Um, I remember that very, very well. I've seen that a few times, but Prince Caspian, no detail. That's like, did you guys ever have it's like these such birthday a non-film. party movies? Is it? It's such a non-existence. Like, I, nothing happened. There's a boat in it. There's a boat, but God knows why. I've got one more. I've got one more movie, guys. Got one more summer movie. This is also tied to my birthday. I got for my birthday the um, the DVD of the 2006 Pink Panther movie. Now, and I didn't know this because I have very fond memories of it. This is one of like this is incredibly badly rated. Um, Four point one on IMDb. Um, really not like this is the one starring steve martin and i i got that as um my present from someone for maybe even that same birthday party and i think i must have seen it like 14 times not even the good <laughs> pink panthers with peter sellers <laughs> yeah just is it the the original remake one the original, the first remake. I have seen the sequel probably once. Because there was a sequel to the remake was, one. There was a sequel which is called, uh, which involves like a, a gang of the most incompetent detectives teaming up to get the Turin Shroud or something. 
to find the cheering crowd. <laughs> yes, no, it's the original, the original of the remakes, Pink Panther. You know that would sadly never become a trilogy. Because if they if they'd let him complete, release the um the Steve Martin cut, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Have you seen this, Dad? I've seen, seen it. Yeah, I've seen both of the both of those ones, and I've seen a lot of the old Peter Seller ones as well. They're, they're better. Which I actually think the original, the first one of the Peter Seller ones, is my least favorite. Oh, really? And the, the others are, I think, I preferred much more. Interesting, because I know that those are well regarded, and they the, are well regarded. The, the, the I, I just didn't not. enjoy the first one. That like, I don't know. It just didn't. Maybe I was just not in the right mood. But the the sequels to that one, I liked. I've been stealing a lot of jewels, and I didn't like how the film painted me as the bad guy. It also painted you as interesting, though, so that's good. Yeah, I think if you're a jewel thief, you're automatically a little bit interesting. Yeah. What if you just go around with like a hammer and just like see people wearing jewelry and just be like, "Give me the jewelry." Then it goes from interesting to uh, a crime. I suppose no, it's a fact, crime anyway. Also a crime. <laughs> no, if you do it politely, oh shit, I can get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been politely stealing jewels for like like twenty years, twenty years since I was <laughs> since I was like a baby. <laughs> um, you toddled away with them. Oh, uh, I I I thought say I would suck on anything, and then I thought I shouldn't say that, but then I did anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't even necessarily but in the relevant. in the context of a quote of your own mind yeah um do you guys have any last movies to talk about before i have my i give you my final question no no i i think i want to hear this final question final question I'm is excited. is there anything that you guys are looking forward to watching this summer now that cinemas are reopening because i'm i'm a basic bitch like i said i only watch superhero movies so i am ex- Extremely looking forward to James Gunn's Suicide Squad, and I and I will see that. And then I, I, because I have Disney Plus, I might wait till it comes on there. But I will, I might go see Black Widow as well. I'm also interested in that. But and maybe Free Guy, that Ryan Reynolds thing, if it's funny and not bad. Um, but besides that, do you guys have any like any movies you're looking forward to? Mm, not really. I don't really go to. I, I we don't really go to the theater anyway in this house, so. <laughs> Um, there's a film worth seeing at the cinema. I don't think it's out in summer, though. Which is... That's not out in summer, so you're not allowed to say it's it. It's not out in I'm summer. Gonna, I'm gonna I, can't, I can't talk about it yet. Every time you mention it, I'm going to bleep it out. <laughs> I'm so excited for... It's going to be, like, literally... Is, it's such a good... And it's going to make such a good... God, I love... I'm so excited to bleep out every time you say I'm so that. excited to hear you hear me bleep out... Oh, my God. Oh, it's so exciting! He said again. I didn't. I didn't catch. I'm so excited for it. Oh, Um, it's gonna be so cool seeing the and the. You have to bleep out those two. Those nouns give away too much. We're gonna say thank you very much for listening. Uh, We next episode, providing nothing more unexpected happens, it actually will be Inglorious Bastards. I'm really excited for that. I know we're all really excited for that. Yeah, so, and Jack will be back as well. So, thank you very much for listening. Have a good summer. Stay safe. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. Watch some films. And remember, go see...